This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hey, cat lovers. Welcome to Nine Lives with Dr. Cat. I'm your host, Dr. Catherine Prim, and I'm a small animal veterinarian, and I'm a cat lover. And today, I want to talk to you about something that is so critically important that all cat lovers need to know about, really all pet lovers everywhere. I want to talk about feline obesity, fat cat, and I've got a lot of information that everybody really needs to know, and I'll be right back to share this information with you after these messages. You know what I love? I love my cat. My cat Scamper has discriminating taste. He doesn't like just anybody. So when he acts like he loves me, it makes me feel good, like like somehow I made the cut. But you know what I don't love? Cleaning up Scamper's litter box. Which is why Arm & Hammer created new cloud control litter. There's no cloud of nasties when I scoop. It's 100% dust-free free from heavy perfumes, and it helps reduce airborne dander when I scoop. So what happens in the litter stays in the litter. New Cloud Control Cat Litter by Arm & Hammer. More power to ya. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Nine Lives with Dr. Cat on Pet Life Radio. So I usually have a guest to talk with, but today the issue that I want to talk to you about is so important that it's going to just be me and we're going to emphasize the importance. We're going to talk about fat cats. Now that seems kind of funny to say fat cat, but it's not funny. Feline obesity is absolutely an epidemic. Nearly 100 million pets in this country are overweight or even obese. So obesity is a leading health threat. So think about that. You're in charge of what your cat eats. You're in charge of your cat's health. And you may be letting your cat slowly succumb to something that you could have changed. 59% of our cats are overweight. Now of those, 28% are overweight. So these are like, you know, a little fat, but 31% of these are clinically obese. That means so much extra weight that they are 30% above their ideal weight. So this is important. The, The statistics are showing that we have an alarming increase and you need to know about it because there are diseases that come from it because obesity shortens the life of your cat. So you might think it's kind of cute that your cat's a little fat, but actually it's not because it's a preventable issue. Now, there are some obesity-related conditions, arthritis for one. We don't even think about how cats could have arthritis because they spend so much time hiding their pain, but it's very real. And if you think about the weight that your cat's joints must carry, if you can minimize that, then that reduces the wear and tear on the joints can help your cat be comfortable for years to come. So I think that this is super important. I want you all to think about this. I want you to talk with your veterinarian about whether or not your cat is overweight. Something that you might ask about is called the body condition score. Because with pets, it's not the number on the scale. It's the 
overall body condition score that takes into account all the factors of whether or not you can feel their ribs and whether or not they have a waist. So you must talk to your veterinarian about what is your pet's body condition score. So I want everyone to take a look at their cat right now and to critically critique whether or not they think their cat is overweight. Today's topic is a little bit sobering and a little bit serious because the obesity epidemic is such a big deal. And I think that there is just no excuse for us to not step up and do right by our cats. So the most common obesity-related conditions in cats, one of those I touched upon is arthritis. And that is an ongoing, lifelong, incurable issue that obesity can contribute to. So that's important. But also bladder and urinary issues. Now, a lot of cats are surrendered because of inappropriate urination. And if obesity, which is 100% preventable and manageable, is the underlying cause, how sad is that? So certainly consider that. Chronic kidney disease can be a result of obesity. And just like in people, diabetes can be a result of obesity. Diabetes is kind of a big deal. Your cat might have to have daily injections of insulin to control diabetes. So certainly if you can prevent that from happening, you would want to do so. Asthma. Asthma is really common in cats and obesity can be a risk factor. So that also is a big deal. All right. So have you heard about liver disease in cats? There's a condition called hepatic lipidosis, which means fatty liver. And cats can actually die from a hepatic lipidosis. And the predisposing factor for that is obesity, high blood pressure. Well, just like in people, high blood pressure is a bad thing for cats. And it can cause things like blindness, kidney damage, really, really serious consequences. So all my cat lovers, I really want you to think about what I'm telling you and make the change. Ask your veterinarian if your cat is overweight and what you can do about it. They can even get heart disease, heart failure, gallbladder disorders. They can get spinal arthritis like I touched upon and not be able to jump or play. So mobility issues are a big deal for cats. Think how much your cat would be impacted if they couldn't climb up onto things. That is a quality of life issue. So really, really look at your pet. What did you decide while we were taking our break? Did you decide that your cat is overweight? So look and ask your veterinarian. I want you to be able to feel your cat's ribs. I want your cat to not have the uh, the hanging down floppy belly underneath there. I want you to be able to perceive a little bit of a waist on your cat. I want your cat to be active and busy. That's not all, though. It's not just the health consequences, which to me are the most important. But there is a financial cost to obesity. Because in 2016, the pet insurance industry said that 1.4 million claims, 1.4 million claims were obesity-related conditions, and that a total of more than $62 million in veterinary expenses were released for these claims. And, oh, here's the worst part. It was a 24% increase over the prior four years. So this epidemic is real, and it's worsening. So you got to stop it for more than one reason. So we want to classify obesity as an epidemic and we want to make everyone aware of it because they say that part of the cause is that people don't know. People think it's cute that pets are fat. 
and it's really not cute and that pet parents don't really recognize the signs of obesity. And so I want you all to be aware and recognize it because if you see it, then you can take the actions to control it. There is a component of this that is or may be genetic for some pets and certain breeds and types of cats may be a little bit more susceptible, but that doesn't mean that you can't alter it as a part of your responsibility as a pet owner. Overfeeding is huge. A lot of my clients tell me that they feed their cat twice a day and they just fill the bowl and they leave it the whole day. So if you think about that, you're gone, you're at work or you're at school and your cat is just home and they know that they can just stop by the drive through of their bowl and pick up a little snack. So their motivation for eating might actually be boredom and not hunger. So they're getting extra calories. I tell my clients all the time, when I'm off work, I'd rather be at work because when I'm off work, I go to the refrigerator and look and see what's in there a lot because of boredom eating. And that's what your cat does. He or she may be eating for emotional reasons because they're lonely or because you're gone. And so you want to kind of negate that. And also our house cats just don't get enough exercise because they're they're so close to their wild relatives who would be exercising and having to hunt and, and find food and, and your house cat doesn't. So some of the things that you can do to help offset obesity is what we're going to talk about next. So let's have a quick word from our sponsors. Molly, here's your dinner. <coughs> Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back. In our ongoing discussion about feline obesity and the consequences of that, both on the health of your pet and on your finances. So still very, very important. So this part of the show, I want to talk about what can you do about it? So the first thing that you can do is recognize it. If you're not sure, make sure that your cat sees the veterinarian at least once a year and ask. Ask your veterinarian, hey, is scamper fat? You'll get a fair answer and your veterinarian will be able to assess the body condition score, explain to you how they arrived at the body condition score. It's a scale of one to nine and five is ideal. Most of my cat patients aren't five. Even fewer are below five, but um, most of them are in the six, seven and eight range. So that's impacting the health of my patients. Your veterinarian can also do trends in monitoring the weight because we can look back and compare what your cat was last time. You might not realize how much your cat's weight has changed since your last visit. We can also give you a calorie guide to help you decide how much is reasonable to feed. 
And that's a good place to start. We can recommend a healthy diet, maybe some healthy options. We can even talk with you about ways to prevent obesity, even if it hasn't occurred yet. Restricting calories as needed, maybe trying a veterinary prescribed obesity control plan. And we can tell you what treats might be reasonable and how to account for those treats in the calories uh, that your cat gets every day. Now, what I really want you all to take home from this doesn't even require a trip to the veterinarian. I want you to increase your cat's exercise. I want you to enrich the environment. I want you to respect the fact that your cat is not so far from his wild neighbors. And so sitting in your apartment or your living room is pretty different from what his body is designed to do. So I've got some ideas that I want to share with you and some products that I want to share with you. So maybe your cat's fat. You got a fat cat. What can you do about it? Well, I like to recommend environmental enrichment. These are like food puzzles. Maybe your cat has to think about something or chase something to be able to get his daily ration. There are toys that look like little plastic mice that you can put food in. There are round toys that kind of dispense food on a metered basis. There are games and things that cats have to figure out where they have to kind of think. Maybe you want to just hide some portions of the cat's daily diet on top of the cat tree or on top of the windowsill, or in the closet, where your cat has to look around and has to move their body and use their mind to be able to get those calories. That's a little bit more natural. We all love natural, right? We hear about natural. So so try to make your cat's environment a little bit more natural for what he was evolved to have. Also, there's some really cool like techie toys that help with this. In multiple cat households, it can be very difficult to diet one cat and maybe the other cat's a little on the thin side. There are actually cat bowls that have facial recognition software on them. So when the thin cat walks up, the bowl will dispense an appropriate amount of food for that cat and, and then the door will close and when the fat cat walks up, it won't. So that's really cool. We can use technology to help avoid things like arthritis and obesity and diabetes and things in our cats. Now, don't get me wrong. I know it's hard to diet a cat because your cat has the ability to wake you up in the middle of the night and explain to you that the cat bowl is empty. But it's that part of being a cat. My cat does it too. It's that part of being a cat that knows that you will come and interact with him and give him food when his bowl is empty. And, you know, Scamper's a him, so I say him. But he knows that I'll pet him and I'll talk to him and I'll interact with him when I go to fill the bowl. So why not just put a few kibbles or why not put a few little pieces of whatever it is and give the love and give the play and do all of the other things so that it takes the focus off of the food and onto your relationship with your cat. That is my biggest recommendation is don't reward your cat for begging. Make it a fun time. Make it a bonding time. So here are the take-home messages that I want you to have from this podcast today. Prevention is your best ally. Talk to your veterinarian before your cat is obese about some of the recommendations for what type of diet, what type of enrichment toys, what you can do to increase your cat's exercise, and does your cat have a predisposing factors that might contribute to obesity? Have you done the wellness screening? Have you had a thorough physical exam? Has your cat been dewormed appropriately? Develop that relationship with your veterinarian so that you can head off 
this issue before it becomes hard. If your cat is already obese, understand that it's not going to be a quick fix. Weight loss for cats needs to be slow. And weight control for any living thing is a balance between how much energy you burn and how much energy you take in. So you'll get better results if you address it in both places. Taking in a little less and exercising to output a little more is the best answer. Remember that if you can entertain your cat's mind as well as his or her's body, it's much better. It's much better for the overall well-being of the cat and you'll be a better cat owner and you'll be a better steward of your cat's health. So don't forget you can take advantage of some cool products and puzzle toys and enrichment toys to make your cat happy and healthy and prevent obesity at the same time and develop a relationship with a veterinarian. I cannot emphasize enough how important this is. You need that ally to help keep your cat happy and live long. Cats can live 21, 22 years if they are healthy, but you've got to have that relationship with your veterinarian. And I encourage you to develop that relationship with a veterinarian just as soon as you can. As soon as you get that kitten, see a veterinarian. So thank you for your patience and listening to me today. I hope that you have understood how important I think this issue really is. And I hope that you go out and develop a relationship with a veterinarian so that you have that resource available to you. And I want to thank my producer, Mark Winter, for always being there. Couldn't do this show without him. And so I want you guys to all go out and have a perfect day. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.